Hey everybody, this is Jeremy Etienne from BuiltWithScience.com. Welcome to my podcast where I share unbiased, science-backed training and nutrition info to help you maximize your results. Please do me a favor, if you enjoy the content, rate and review the podcast. It really does help me out and it means the world to me. Anybody want to be a bodybuilder? But don't nobody want to lift no heavy-ass weight. Conventional wisdom has us convinced that high reps and light weights builds muscle endurance and makes little contribution to gains in muscle mass. Heavier weights in the low to moderate rep range, on the other hand, has long been accepted as the best way to maximize muscle growth. In fact, many of you are probably familiar with simplified charts showing that moderate to heavy loads leads to greater hypertrophy and strength, whereas lighter loads leads to more muscular endurance with less contribution to hypertrophy. So based on this, it may seem that heavier loads is a way to go in terms of hypertrophy, but to determine whether this is a valid perspective or not, we'll cover the research behind the use of heavy weights versus lightweights and which is more optimal in terms of muscle growth. So let's start by quickly covering the research behind it, which is pretty clear cut. A lot of the initial findings regarding this topic was done by Stuart Phillips and his colleagues. In their 2012 study, they gathered 18 male subjects to train their legs on the leg extension machine three times a week for 10 weeks, with one group using 30% of their one rep max for 30 to 40 reps and the other group using 80% of their one rep max for 10 to 12 reps. The result, quadriceps muscle growth was nearly identical in both the lightweight and heavyweight groups. But although this was a novel finding at the time, it attracted a lot of criticism, most notably because it used untrained beginners as subjects who often grow no matter what they do. So in response, Phillips and his team performed a similar study in 2016 but this time using 49 men with an average of four years lifting experience and a similar protocol as a previous study, but this time using a whole body resistance training program. But surprisingly, once again, the results showed that load did not dictate hypertrophy, meaning that both lightweights and heavyweights elicited equal amounts of muscle growth. In addition, both protocols led to similar increases in type one and type two fiber growth, which are typically believed to be load dependent. After this study, several studies and a large meta-analysis have been done on the topic with all concluding the same result. Lightweights and heavyweights lead to similar muscle growth when volume is equated for and sets are taken close to failure. So based on this, it might seem as if lifting light weights is equally as beneficial as heavy weights. However, there's a couple things to consider. One, when looking at strength, this meta-analysis of eight relevant studies comparing heavy versus light weights showed that the use of heavy weights tends to be better in terms of strength gains, which in the long run I think would lead to better hypertrophy when compared to lighter weights. And two, keep in mind that these studies involve the use of pushing to near failure regardless of the weight used, and training to failure in a higher rep range is a lot more uncomfortable than doing so with lower reps and heavier weight due to the increased metabolic stress. In fact, some of the subjects performing the lightweight protocols even ended up throwing up after high rep sets. It, it, it could happen. I threw up many times while I was working out, but it doesn't matter because it's all worth it. So again, in the long run, Unless you have Arnold's mindset, it's not really a viable option given that it's just generally unenjoyable to train to failure with higher reps, especially on compound movements. I know you might be a little confused now as to what to do with these findings. So let's take a look at how you can apply this to your workout in order to maximize muscle growth. By the way guys, if you're like me and want to maximize the time and effort you spend in the gym and with your diet, then you need to use a plan backed by the latest science. 
It's why I spent years studying hundreds of scientific papers to create an online fitness program designed to literally shortcut your transformation. We have got an army of over 100,000 members who are getting into the best shape of their lives using our science-based training and nutrition methods. To join today, just head over to builtwithscience.com and take my 30-second quiz to find the best program for you and your body. Two of the main mechanisms of muscle growth are mechanical tension and metabolic stress. These two mechanisms are basically in a constant tug of war during your workout, meaning more of one generally means less of the other. When you lift heavier weights, you induce more mechanical tension. When you lift lighter weights but for more reps, you can cause more metabolic stress. This is probably why lighter weights and heavier weights leads to equivalent muscle growth when equated for volume, since they each target separate mechanisms but leads to the same outcome of muscle growth. So in order to maximize muscle growth, it may be beneficial to target both mechanisms in your workout. Since heavy loads are more beneficial for strength gains and mechanical tension and are easier to take close to failure, increasing strength on your heavy compound movements should be the foundation of your long-term training. But in addition, as stated by hypertrophy expert and researcher Brad Schoenfeld, it is likely that exercise centered on achieving a pump via higher rep sets with low weights and short rest also provides a potent hypertrophic stimulus that is synergistic to heavy compound lifting. Therefore, you should also consider utilizing higher reps with lower weights in your accessory movements after your heavier sets on compound movements are done, as this will enable you to take advantage of the multiple pathways involved with muscle hypertrophy. Some ways to achieve this are through the use of drop sets, reverse pyramid training, or also including a couple sets of 25 to 40 reps to near failure towards the end of your workout. But let's take a look at a more in-depth example of how you could apply this to your workout. For example, let's say you're doing the chest workout. The first two compound movements should utilize heavy weight in the moderate rep range, and a focus should be placed on getting stronger with these movements. This will cover the mechanical tension mechanism of muscle growth, and then to cover the metabolic stress mechanism of muscle growth in this workout, you can add a few drop sets into your last set of flat dumbbell press. And you can also utilize a higher rep range with low weight and go to near failure on the accessory movements. But keep in mind that there are several ways to incorporate both mechanisms of muscle growth. Thank you so much for all your support. I'll see you next time. Don't forget to share the podcast and please also rate and review the podcast. It really does help it reach more people and it'll mean the world to me. And you can also check out my YouTube channel where I make videos for every single one of these podcasts. Thank you so much. I hope this helped and I'll see you next time.